Welcome to Business of Government Stories, a podcast by the IBM Center for the Business of Government with Dan Chunuk and John Kaminsky. So in this week's podcast on Business of Government Stories, we're honored to be joined by Karen Hardy. Uh, Karen is one of the founders of the Enterprise Risk Management Movement in Government and has written for our center on this as well as uh, a noted author uh, of books and articles on the topic, um, has served within government and outside government as an expert and uh, has written for us uh, on the for the evolution of risk management over the last 10 to 15 years, which she has been at the center of. So, Karen, welcome. Thank you, Dan. It's great to be here to speak with you today. Great. Karen, and one of your um, first sort of major roles in risk management in government, you were at the Commerce Department, and the LPRN gets started in many ways across the government. Yeah. Tell us about that process and, and what about that made made ERM stick, made it durable over time. Wow, that was such an incredible experience. It's, it's, I think it's just a, a couple of things that stick out for me. There were many things, but I think one of the biggest things now that I can, you know, hindsight is that um, the continuity and leadership in terms of, you know, my role and actually leading the program and being there for some time to actually see the process evolve. And that's important. Consistency is very important because, I, you know, as in government, we have you know, leaders and, and uh, people that come in and out organizations all the time. And particularly with ERM, it's very important to have some level of consistency, you know, in the beginning, uh, just to get people comfortable with the idea, and then to see that there's some staying power for actually implementing ERM within organizations. I think one of the things that was unique to me was that I had a lot of time there where I could see the cycles of ERM and go through some of the cycles and things that work, things that didn't work, and then have a chance to actually pivot and make adjustments along the way. And I think that if we come come out too soon from the cycle, we, we can't get a full um, appreciation for what it can do uh, within an organization over time. So I think the consistency piece is, was very important. And surprisingly, at this point, when I look back at it, you know, you know, commerce is, you know, they have 12 bureaus, 12 different missions. In the beginning, I thought that that would be a, a huge challenge, which it, which it was. They had challenges. But at the same time, I start to see the benefit of having the, the diversity of thought when it came to ERM within the organization and seeing things from other people's perspectives. That's very useful for, uh, you know, policy folks and those who are practitioners to, to see the other side and to see it from the lens of other people so that you can right-size it as needed. So I think those two things uh, were key in, in terms of having this within a Department of Commerce um, process and, and making it durable. That, that's great. And it really focuses on the, the fact that it's about the people who make the analysis and decisions happen in, in the discipline. And it's the people that have kind of been involved as ERM has broadened, and you've helped to lead that broadening over time through the government council that you led, the cross-agency council, the first one, and then mm -hmm. uh, uh, the development of AFIRM, the Association of Federal Enterprise Risk Management, um, which mm -hmm. has uh, emerged really as a major association for government risk managers, thanks in, in large part to your initial leadership. And thinking about this community, this community across agencies and really across sectors, how does this help government risk managers achieve success? Well, I think it's more important than ever that collaboration is a focal point for this. Uh, you learned early on, and we've seen it even with the, the budget 
situation in terms of uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainties around resources and capacity and getting up to speed with things. I think the most important thing that we can do moving forward is to do more collaboration. That's the value of a firm and other internal groups within government um, that come together and exchange ideas, exchange best practices, and talk things through. I think that's very important. But people are starting to realize that you can't do this alone, that there's no lone ranger in doing this, but collaboration is really the key. And then you get to leverage everyone else's resources in terms of people, everyone else's knowledge base in terms of expertise and insight, and also everyone else's energy. It takes a lot of energy to do this work. It's over a long period of time. And a lot of times it's a, it's a grind. And sometimes you're in the weeds, you, you know, you're, you have your foot on the ground and it takes a lot of effort to get that done. So it's good to have a community of people there to lean on and then, um, you know, utilize those resources that they can bring to the table. Well, that's great. And um, certainly puts in place an infrastructure to help your professionals go forward. Speaking of sort of major challenges that we're dealing with now and going forward, of course, the government and the world is living through a very historic risk management event um, in the response and recovery to COVID-19. Uh, think about ERM as a discipline for addressing major crises like this. How, how does ERM support agency action? Well, let's look at it this way. There was um, a few years ago, we had sequestration. Remember that? And mm -hmm. a lot of budget implications of that. It was a very difficult time to manage during that time. And there was a conversation even then with a firm of, you know, should we uh, still have our annual summit? And the debate, you know, with the, um, the board was to actually, you know, make that hard decision. And we decided to keep moving forward because we wanted to prove that ERM was not something that was just done when things are going well or when things are going bad, that is. But it's, it's something that's consistent. You know, the old saying is be consistent in season and out of season. So the whole point of that was to, you know, show that consistency for, for organizations. Now, we're in another crisis, different type of crisis. Um, one of the things it does is elevate the, the importance of risk management in general. Even in the general sense, when it comes to the general community and population are starting to engage in, you know, terminology and conversations about risk, they may not know it's about risk, but they are having these conversations. So it's very important at this time that enterprise risk management uh, continue to take center stage to say that the problem is bigger than we are individually. But when we look at this and think about risk collectively, we have more firepower to actually address those things. And enterprise risk management is all about collective thinking about what the threats are and how we can come together to resolve those threats within the organization. To me, this is a good time. It's a time-testing time where you test the, the idea of enterprise risk management, the practices, right, of, of enterprise risk management, and then uh, really just get the attention of leadership because at this time, leadership they're all looking for answers, and enterprise risk management can be one of the, the answers to the questions they have, and that is all about their level of confidence during times like these, and ERM can help them build that confidence. Well, thanks, Karen. You've been a real leader over the last 15 years uh, in government as a scholar writing about risk management, 
Uh, anything else before we, we go that you'd like to share with our, our listeners? Well, you know, I just want to say that um, it's been uh, an incredible journey to see the heart and the, the spirit of public servants come together collectively to, uh, to support something they believe in. There's been a lot of people involved in and have shared in this, you know, building of enterprise risk management in government. Um, we come a long way. Uh, I've certainly played a, a big part in it, but there's other people that have also played a big, uh, you know, a big part in it as well. And it's just to show you that when we come together uh, as a unit, uh, as a community of people who all have this desire and passion to serve, it plays out in the work that we do. And I'm just so glad and happy that we were able to build a platform that's useful for a lot of people, a lot of leadership, a lot of organizations and agencies to build on. Now we have something to work with. And that's the, that's the biggest thing, uh, advantage that we have. 10, 15 years ago, nothing existed like this. But now we have that platform. There's so many things that we can do, and I look forward to the growth that's ahead of us. Well, thanks, Karen. Our, our center has been honored to work with you on some writing you've done, and we look forward to future collaboration. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. Oh, absolutely. I enjoy working with IBM, and I really appreciate the time to talk to you today. Join us again next week for another edition of Business of Government Stories. And don't forget to check the blog series associated with this podcast at businessofgovernment.org.